Yeah. What's up, man? What's up? You know what I love about our podcast? What? That I do it by myself. That it's all about it's all about you. My my effort. Your effort. Without without me, uh, the Connect Man podcast and the Connect Man in general. Yeah. I mean, it just would it wouldn't be without yeah. me. Right, right, right. Yeah. Our businesses everything if it's to be it's about me <laughs> favorite saying you're, ever you're definitely winning you're definitely winning winning yep winning because you win by yourself that's how you win dude you yeah. win by yourself uh it's it's funny you say that so i i have like a a book a book list. Um, I hear about a book on a, somebody recommends it or well, podcast. Real quick, on it. Obviously I'm joking. Everybody, I'm joking. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I'm joking. Uh, this, Go ahead. Your this, book book, this book titled winning. It's right here. I got mm. it from the library like two days ago from Tim S Grover, the unforgiving rate race to greatness. I heard it. I'd heard him as a guest on a podcast and I had it on my list and it was at the library. So I, I, I picked it up, started reading it. Um, and he was uh, the coach for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and some other well-known athletes and CEOs and and whatever. Um, and honest assessment, uh, I I couldn't finish it. I could. I've read three or four chapters of it now. And like every chapter, I I was reading what he was saying about you know him as a coach and about uh, Michael Jordan and, and, and uh, Kobe and their, their mindset. Um, and it was, it was, everything was just about like how they, how they did it on their own, how, you know, they had this, you know, warrior mentality of like working harder, you know, waking up earlier, you know, grinding, hustling more on their own. Um, you know, if, uh, if their teammates couldn't handle it, then they would walk over them. Um, they were, you know, I, I don't know them like, you know, but, uh, the book talks about like, they were kind of, they were kind of dicks. They were kind of a-holes uh, to their teammates. And a lot of the, a lot of players didn't like them, uh, because they were kind of jerks to them because they just had this winning mindset. And like, I've just, I've had a hard time reading it. Um, so I just, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't think that that is a winning mindset. I well, I would encourage you to finish if you can, because yeah. I think that we should always, always educate ourselves on the other side. We should be well versed in, in um, different perspectives is my personal belief. And I'll probably pick that book up to read it. Um, it sounds like I will lack inspiration, but there's always something to be learned. Like I do believe the attributes of hard work and other things that made those two men unique, um, are are things that we could learn from. But I also believe that nothing is, so it, it depends where you put your priorities. Is, is your number one priority? And I'm, I'm I'm looking, I'm asking myself this question as a fifth grade uh, head coach for tackle football, uh, flag football coach, you know, um, how I encourage my daughter on the soccer field and what I tell my son, my youngest son <clears throat> about his competitive nature and spirit and all that kind of stuff. 
and, and looking at them all differently and 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 where is the where's the value right and where how do you define winning because that that book is titled winning and it basically seems to me i've not read it so full disclosure uh but it seems to me that winning is paramount in that that winning is the score on the scoreboard and the championships and the rings attained. Right. Yep. But if your relationships suffer significantly or you create, it just depends where you put winning, right? Like that could be winning for somebody. And that's great. But, it, but I think it's very, it's interesting to me, the idea that what I can appreciate about those men is that it's, I've heard it often said that they brought the rest of their team up. Like that's one of the biggest criticisms between like when they talk about like MJ and and LeBron James and you know the, the, which one makes their team better and this that and the other all these debates which I find to be they're, they're fascinating I think it's it's very thought provoking but I think there's this this disconnect with one we talked about this in a podcast with uh, Brandon Jones you don't do it on your own like I've never seen the basketball game where a where a team a single player on the on the court to play against the other five guys. Like I've never seen that game happen. And I'm pretty sure I'm just speculating here. Yeah. But I am almost positive that in that one verse five, those five would probably dominate. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure no single man or woman can take on an entire team and win a basketball championship on their own football. We have the same conversation. I'm, I'm talking, nobody at the fifth grade level wants to play offensive line or defensive line. They all want to be running back quarterback, quarterback. receiver, right? Yeah. And so I'm talking to these kids and Jake is one of those kids. He's a bigger kid. I'm like, dude, what play happens without the O or the D line? Like, just tell me what happens if they, if you don't have an O line, like there's no such thing as football without an O line. Yeah. Period. That's it. No play happens. And so this idea of, I think it's such a lie that it's so pervasive, that especially in our American culture, that it, I, if, it's, if it's to be, it's on me, right? Like it's, I'm, I'm independent. You know, it's, it's all on, it's on my shoulders. Pull myself up on my bootstraps. All this stuff that completely dis, discounts the need for a tribe, a team, and and it's just not. I mean, it's it's just false. Like it just is is so blatantly false. But yet we believe this stuff that. Well, no, it's all about that dude. Really? Like I just don't understand that. I just don't. It's so basic. Even in swimming, right? Or in a one on one sport. Yeah. UFC. I love UFC. There's one. There's two fighters in the ring. They're fighting each other. But like the the number of coaches these guys have. Like, have you ever was a black belt jujitsu practitioner ever just born like i don't think that happens I, I could be wrong it could happen in brazil and it could happen in japan like because those are the key places for jujitsu and judo and all that kind of stuff maybe it happens there but like i've just never known an athlete to not need coaching to not need somebody in their corner to literally train them to teach them when they break their leg i've never known I don't. I personally don't know a, a a doctor, a medical doctor, UFC fighter, who heals his own leg, right? Like I just don't know these people. 
they may exist, but the idea that we do it alone is is just I'll just be frank, dude. It's stupid. <laughs> it's just yeah, stupid. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like I, I'm not gonna it's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's uh you make a great point about finishing the book because I honestly was considering not finishing the book. I actually went back to the library yesterday to look for a new book to read and uh and found uh Tim Tebow's book uh called Shaken. Uh, and it's about him. Uh, you know, a lot of people would would think he was successful, but he's had some he's had some you know challenges and hardships too. Like he I mean, he got cut from the NFL, and it's about that and and what he did, how he handled it, and um, very different mindset than than uh, what you know Tim Grover uh, portrays in in winning. Um, and you know he he goes straight to you know he goes straight to God first and foremost, but then he goes to his family, he goes to his friends, he goes to his tribe, he goes to his team. He highlights like other people. He highlights his team, his coaches. Um, and it's, it's just a very different uh, perspective on things. And, um, but you make a good point. I, I, I will, I will finish the book uh, to get through it, to, to open up my aperture, um, to read something that I might not uh, agree with fully, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, interesting uh the way you're on a sports book kick i like it yeah i yeah. like it well and i also think we have to read books with i think everything that we ingest everything that we pursue that we study you have to um try to also see like the agenda the the bias the like all these things are very good uh training aids for critical thought yeah and so you know a book about kobe bryant and michael jordan by default um will most likely sell. Right. Yep. And so I think looking at it for, through the lens of, okay, is, and I don't know this author, I've any books by him and, and I'm not faulting or criticizing in any way. Um, you know, th there may be an element of that, that hey, I'm going to write a book that sells a lot, of, you know, to make a lot of money. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know, but, but ultimately to be able to look and fully assess these things. And I, cause I think that's, what's missing so much from our culture today anyways, right. The ability to critically think, to, to move past, I've, I've been guiltily um, watching. I say guiltily; it's it's fascinating to me. Uh, there's there's I like observing, uh, you know, with the election coming up. I'm not a huge political guy, but I like the I like the human element of there's these people on both sides, and 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 there's there's some funny ones when uh, I forgot the dude from um, uh, the Daily Show that goes out to Trump rallies. Again, I'm not expressing a support for or a support against Trump or suggesting anything for his supporters or not. And and I also you have to recognize they're picking, they're cherry picking the interviews that make these supporters look like a bunch of knuckleheads, right? Yeah, right. Which is not hard. You could do it on both sides. It's very easy to find the idiots in the with their opinions. It's very easy to do that. So it's a comedy show slash news. But it is very funny. I forget his name. Uh, the guy John that goes Stewart? out and does it. Is that John Stewart? No, no, no. John, dude, John Stewart was so long ago. There are yeah, like two hosts since then. No, it, it's not the host. It's a guy that they send out the correspondent oh, okay. to do it. Yeah, He's know. hilarious. But but I've been watching some of these interactions. And, and I'll tell you what's fascinating to me, why I continue to watch and try to observe, is these people, these opinions that they share to them, truth from god right like you know the military is running the very popular one the military is running the government 
Biden's not really president. Like things like this that again, the political side of it, I, I don't I don't care. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is human nature and the ability to twist and turn things simply because you disagree with reality. So you're going to create an alternate reality. Well, this whole idea that we win on our own, that to me is in the same boat. It's an yeah. alternate reality that completely discount. Like Scotty Pippen was a big part of oh, Horace huge. Grant. Horace Grant was a big deal. Shaq, yeah, was a it was a huge part of Kobe's rings. And I don't even know. I I, I think the majority of Kobe's rings again. I, I don't really care about this that much, but I'm pretty sure the majority of those rings came with Shaq. Yep. And when Shaq left, those rings also did not come at the same, at the same frequency. Right. So like, it's just a very interesting idea to just take, and those guys are great in their own right. So right. you're just taking that genius out of the game. You're taking that genius out of the equation. And and to me, that's not a true, that's not the true representation of the story. And I'll tell you, it takes great men. And I, I, I watched this one time, strong caveat. I watched the this one time I've not revisited because I was so, it was so cringy. But uh, um, when Michael Jordan did his Hall of Fame acceptance, I don't know if you watched that. I watched that uh, years ago. Dude, I would encourage you to watch it and maybe I should watch it again. Dude, it was all I remember about it is that it was so vindictive and so petty that like I cringed through it. I was embarrassed for this great man. Because he was like, oh, and I want to thank, you know, so-and-so coach for cutting me and not believing in me. I showed you. Like, it was like that level of like interaction. And mm. and again, full caveat, it's been a while since I've watched it. So I may be misrepresenting, misremembering it. But I remember distinctly my feeling watching it was one of like embarrassment. And it was just cringe. I, I just, and I've not revisited it since because- and I was hoping to be inspired in such a momentous occasion. And so my point to that is not to criticize Michael Jordan by any means. It's to highlight that someone of such amazing accomplishment and stature with this type of mindset can also diminish an opportunity that could be used to inspire millions and millions of people to something better than themselves and higher. And that's a responsibility that we carry. And we lose out on that with this type of, I did it on my own attitude and this ego that really is uh, quite, quite frankly, is just unfitting in my yeah. opinion. I mean, it's definitely not winning. So. No, I mean, winning games and championships. Maybe, sure. but even but to my back to the easy, like the easiest thing to prove, like the dude never took the court by himself. So like it, it to me, it's really hard to justify. Um, well, yeah, I did. I did it on my own. Like I'm, I won on my own when well, they didn't, there were four other dudes at any given time. And there was a dude that backed you up while you sat the bench, you know, that kept the game going. So like, what about that guy? I don't know. Could be important. Maybe not. I, I may be wrong, dude. I'm not a basketball guy. I'm not a basketball guy. Never played. Interesting combo. Love it. Uh, I will continue to read the book. Uh, I'd be interested and curious uh, what other people think about the book if they've read it. 
um, when this uh, podcast comes out, uh, would love to see, would love to see comments. Would love to have a conversation about it. Well, and I encourage you, Stu, as you read it, be inspired by some of the points that you could take from Michael Jordan. And because, uh, like all men, we all have something amazing to offer, and we all have things that make us imperfect. So I'm sure there are things in that book that you could fully take on board that would make you a better man. 100% acknowledge that. Your statement, sir. Good point. Thank you. You will never be 6'8 or 6'6. Six, six. No. No, I will not. Or even 5'8. <laughs> five, 5'7 and a half, dang it. 5'7 and a half, baby. Love you. Love you. Bye. You can't love by yourself either. Yeah, True. different topic. <laughs> See you.